Hallelujah. Amen. Wow, shall we pray? Father in heaven, we thank you so much for such a great opportunity to be here on this Karos 9 service. We have already been blessed being here. We pray that this moment speak your word into our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, so uh, we have already... Please take your seat. We, we have already... Uh, uh, going through the Christmas story uh, from all the scriptures that we have read here, the nine lessons, uh, we have all gone through them. So I believe that we all know the Christmas story. So there's just a simple assignment that I want to perform here, and that is to share with you four lessons that we learn from this Christmas story. Hallelujah. Yeah, so tell your friends or your neighbor four lessons from this Christmas story. Four lessons. Hallelujah. All right, so the, uh, the first lesson is that we realize from uh, the first scripture that we read from Genesis chapter 3 that God created man and put him in a perfect garden. Hallelujah. So the first lesson is that God created a perfect garden for man. There was a perfect garden that had been designed for man. So when man was created, there was a perfect garden where everything that man needed to thrive everything that he needed to, to, to flourish and perform well had been put there for him. Every kind of fruit that he needed, everything that he needed for happiness, he had bears to be singing for him every day to make him happy. You see that God really loves man. Hallelujah. So God created a perfect garden, which tells you and I that God loves us, and he really has a perfect plan for us. Hallelujah. God loves you, God loves me, and he really has a perfect plan for us. So I want you to know that God loves you, and he has created a perfect garden for you to survive, for you to thrive in this world. I'm saying that the God who brought you into this life, who brought you onto this land, he has created a perfect garden for you to thrive. Hallelujah. And you shall thrive in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. In Jeremiah chapter 29, 11, he says that I know the plans I have for you. It is plan to prosper you and not to destroy you. A plan to bring you a future and a hope. Hallelujah. So I wanted to know that God loves you and he has this plan for your life. So that means that as long as you and I, we stay within God's plan. As long as we continue to listen to his counsel, his guidance. The guidance of a spirit. How many of us know that the Holy Spirit is our guide? The Holy Spirit. He's always speaking to us. He's always guiding us. Through the word that we receive here every day, he is guiding us. So God is guiding you each and every day through the word. That is why we have our quiet time, or we've not been having our quiet time. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's why we have our quiet time. That's why we, we do it every day, isn't it? Or we don't do it. Because that's how, that's how God guides us. And that is the only way we can find ourselves within that perfect environment that he has created for us. That's the only way we can find, we, we can remain in that perfect, peaceful garden that God created for you. Hallelujah. Yeah, so let us make sure that's we always have our quiet time. Hallelujah. 
Yeah, so that we can always hear the voice of the Spirit speaking unto us. Yeah. So that brings me to the second point. And the second point is that rejecting God's counsel or God's word takes you away from the perfect environment that is required for you to thrive. Hallelujah. Yeah. Rejecting God's counsel. Rejecting God's counsel. We see that from Genesis chapter 3, from verse 17 to 19. Genesis chapter 3, verse 17. If you could give me the scripture, that would be great. Genesis chapter 3. It says that, and to the man he said, since you listened to, the, to your wife and ate from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, and the ground, the ground is cursed because of you, all of your life you will struggle to scratch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, though you will, though you will eat of its grain. So you, you realize that the, the same land that was producing nice fruits, nice flowers, uh, that was a perfect environment for man to be happy. Now, because man decided to move away, to listen to disobey God's counsel, now the ground is now producing thorns and thistles. Hallelujah. Yeah. So what it means is that for you and I to stay in that perfect environment, let us not forget God's counsel. Let us not deviate from God's counsel. Hallelujah. In Isaiah chapter 53 verse 6, it says that all of us as sheep have gone astray. We have turned to our own way. So when you decide to, to go by your own way, your own wisdom, the Bible says trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insights. You must rely Oh, it's true. It's in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. It's true. It's in, it's in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, 6 to 7. Yeah. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insights. It means that for you to thrive, you need to rely on the insights that comes from the Spirit. Hallelujah. Yeah. The very day you decide to ignore the counsel of the Spirit, it means that you are moving away from that perfect environment that God has created for you to thrive. So you begin to realize that now the ground that was initially producing fruits and a lot of nice things is beginning to produce thorns and thistles for you. Hallelujah. Yeah. And that is the reason why you, you want to always make sure that you stay within God's counsel. Hallelujah. Now the third lesson is a message of hope. Hallelujah. So the third lesson tells, says that, but God has still not forgotten about you. Hallelujah. God has still not forgotten about you. God never gives up on his children. Hallelujah. Say, God never gives up on me. I am a child of God. And God never gives up on me. Hallelujah. What it means is that if by any means, as I'm saying this, you realize in your life that, oh, wow, it looks like, then it looks like this message applies to me because uh, I can tell that it's as if there are some tones and some tissues that are growing in my life. I want to make you know that God has not forgotten about you. Hallelujah. I, and we saw that in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. What does it tell you? Well, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Hallelujah. The people who walk in dark, after man had disobeyed God and had been driven from the perfect garden, 
God came back to man and God said that even though you have been living in darkness, it is time for your light to shine. Hallelujah. For those who live in the land of deep darkness, a light will shine. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how deep the darkness is. It doesn't matter how much the, the, the how worse the situation seems to be coming. I want you to know that your light is coming in the mighty name of Jesus. And that is your message this Christmas. This Christmas, the light of God is locating you in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. Do you realize that in this winter, it looks like uh, you are there in the day, then suddenly from like 4 p.m., it starts getting dark, and it starts getting gloomy, and darker and darker, and before, yeah, just, 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 just like this, and, 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 and as, it's, as it's getting dark, it keeps getting darker and darker, and not just dark, but it's also getting colder and colder, and, and, and it's as if your heater in your room is not even working. And, and as you are trying to sleep, you cannot even sleep because it's getting dark, cold, and very depressing. Hallelujah. But as it's getting dark, and it's getting dark, he says that the people who live in the land of deep darkness... A light will shine. Hallelujah. So the good news is that even though in this winter you are experiencing this darkness and you're experiencing this cold and it's so chilly and it's so depressing, I want you to know that in this same winter is Christmas. Hallelujah. In this same winter, Christ was born. In this same winter, you are receiving a visitation. Hallelujah. Just as in this same Christmas season, the angel visited Mary at a time the Israelites had given up. At a time the Israelites felt like every hope was lost because at that time they had been captured. They were working for the Romans. They were like slaves. And it's as if God has forgotten about them. In that same season, the angel Gabriel visited Mary. What does it mean? It doesn't matter how deep the darkness you find yourself in is. It doesn't matter how discouraging it looks like. It doesn't matter how hopeless the situation is. The angel is visiting you in this season in the mighty name of Jesus. That is why in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, he says that unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Hallelujah. And his government shall be upon his shoulders and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. In this season, you are going to experience the Prince of Peace in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. His government and his peace will never end. Hallelujah. God is restoring peace to your life in this Christmas. With this Christmas season, I'm saying it's your season of visitation. And peace is being restored unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor. Hallelujah. The light is coming. And the light is going to shine. In Isaiah chapter 11, he says that out of the stamp of David will grow a shoot. Yes, a new branch is bearing fruit from the old roots. Hallelujah. Out of the stamp of David. So it means that the tree had been cut. The tree was, was down and the leaves were beginning to wither away. And the branches were getting drier. Because the tree had been cut and all its fruits had fallen off. And it's like there's no hope because we can, we can clearly see that the tree that we are looking forward to 
the tree that we are expecting some fruit from, it has been cut down. And the leaves are beginning to wither and it's dying and it's completely hopeless because no one ever is thinking that such a tree is going to begin to bear fruit for us again. So the situation was really hopeless. But he says that out of the storm, at a time when everybody thought that the situation is hopeless and there is nothing good going to come out of this situation, he says out of the storm of David will grow out a shoot and a new branch is coming and it's going to bear new fruit again in the mighty name of Jesus. So it doesn't matter the situation. I want to remember that God has left a storm and out of this storm is going to grow forth another shoot. Hallelujah. Yeah, thanks for, the, thanks for the picture you are using to help me to illustrate this message. Hallelujah. You, you, you understand that when we cut, you cut a tree and then the stem is just left there. You've seen that before, right? Yeah. And it's as if the, the, there's no hope. But when it rains again, you begin to see a new shoot coming out of that stem again. And before you realize, it grows into a mighty tree again. And it begins to bear fruit and flowers again. And that is what God is doing in your life in this season. Hallelujah. That means that every hopeless situation is going to change this Christmas as God visits you in this season in the mighty name of This is your season of visitation. This Christmas is your season of visitation. So I want you to prepare yourself for the angels' visitation this Christmas. Hallelujah. Prepare. If you look hopeless, and, 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 and as I'm preaching this message, you are saying, Pastor Mike, well, that's, that's a good news, but it doesn't, sound, it doesn't sound possible in my life. You don't know my situation. You don't know how things, how worse things have been. This, my case, is not, it's not possible. This, this, I want you to know that you are not new to this, 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 this thing. Hallelujah. The same thing happened to Mary in Luke chapter 1, verse 34. When Mary told the angel, if you could give me Luke chapter 1, verse 34. Mary was asking the angel that how can this thing be? Mary asked, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. This is impossible. But the Bible says that the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High shall overshadow you so that the baby to be born will be holy and will be called the Son of God. Hallelujah. Continue. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren. But she has conceived a son in, now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. Hallelujah. For the word of God will never, with God, nothing is impossible. In this Christmas season, that angel of God is visiting you. And everything that has been impossible in your life for years, in this season, I want you to prepare yourself for God. Prepare yourself for the visitation. Hallelujah. Yeah. There's, there's this song that uh, uh, P, PRWC sang. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. I wasn't really going to try to sing, but you guys are encouraging me to sing. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let us receive 
hack Let every heart prepare him room. Let angels sing, and heaven nature sing, and heaven nature sing. Wow. So that is all I want you to do in this period, that God is visiting you, so let every heart prepare him room. Hallelujah. That is my last point. That is the, 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 the final point, is prepare a room for Jesus this Christmas. Hallelujah. Welcome Jesus in your home this Christmas. Prepare a room for Jesus by allowing the word of God that you have received to manifest in your life. Hallelujah. In Job chapter 1 verse 14, he says that, so the word became human and made his home among us. And he was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. Hallelujah. Amen. The word became flesh. Do you understand what I'm saying? If what we are saying, the prophecy you have received today, if you are going to see it manifest in your life, you have to make sure that the word that you have been receiving here, all the messages that we preach here in this house, that you've, the notes you have, some of us, the word has not become flesh. The word has just been a letter on our phones. It, it is just notes, it is just dead letter that is in our books. It is not living. It is not practical in your life. But for this prophecy to happen, the word you have received must become flesh, must manifest in your life. Hallelujah. Every word that you have been receiving, all the messages that we have been preaching from the beginning of the year, this is your year of divine presence. And that divine presence is going to be experienced in your life this Christmas if the word becomes flesh, if the word manifests. If you allow the word to manifest, you are going to see the fullness of the glory of the word also seen in your life. Hallelujah. But if the word only remains in a notes on your phone or in your, in your notebook, it's just a letter. It is, and, and just a decoration in your, in your room. You are just showing your friends, oh, look, look, look at the notes that we've been writing from church. That is all. The word has just become a letter. It is not manifesting in your life. Then you, will not, you are not going to see the glory of it. Hallelujah. So in this season, this Christmas, God is visiting you. And every prophecy, every promise of God, every expectation of your heart is going to be fulfilled. But make sure that the word that you have received, you allow that word to become flesh. You allow the word to manifest in your life. And when you do that, when you do that, nothing can stop your star from shining in the mighty name of Jesus. Just as Herod couldn't stop the star of Jesus from shining, no matter his attempt, the same way your star cannot be stopped from shining in this season in the mighty name of Jesus. This is your season of visitation and you are going to shine in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we thank you for visiting us in this season with your word. We pray that you help us so that these four lessons that we have received today, we go to make use of it in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah.